Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. All right, happy today, whatever day it is that you're listening to this podcast. We hope that you guys are doing well out there. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Something New Every Week. I have a brand new friend that I'm interviewing this week, and I'm excited to get to know more about him. He is a Missouri-based photographer out of Springfield, Missouri. Is that correct, right? That is, yeah. Brian Dorensky, did I get the name pronunciation right? Absolutely, you oh, did man. it well. I'm I'm doing great. So it t- only took me about 60 episodes to not butcher everyone's last names. Brian, thank you for being on the show this week. Well, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I don't really know you that well. So I'm going to ask a lot of questions about where you're from and all that. So are you born and bred Missouri native? No, I'm a, I'm a transplant. I'm actually from a southwest or northwest suburb of Chicago called Wheeling originally, but um, I've been down here for about 24 years now. So, you know, getting pretty close to being native. <laughs> I would so. say so. Definitely more of a native than I am to St. Louis. So, uh, yeah, and and it's funny you don't, and I'm sure you've encountered it over the years. Um, people grow up here; they don't leave. And uh, they they kind of kind of stick here. So even though you've been in Springfield for 24 years, you're probably still a tourist. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, there's still some some locations like geography. You know, when uh, when you hear a weather report and they say somebody in so and so county, and I'm going, I, I don't know where that is in relationship <laughs> to me. <laughs> you know, is that north, south? You know, I, I have no idea where the counties in Missouri are. And you know, uh, you know there's some geography issues there, but uh, there's some. <laughs> Some pretty fun stuff to check out here. So yeah, no, I have to agree. And here in St. Louis, they will often say, "Oh yeah, it's out there on 67," and I'm like, "I don't know what 67 is," and it's Lindbergh Boulevard or something like that. And they yeah. they may have changed it 25 years ago, but they still call it by the the original uh-huh, name. Exactly. My other favorite thing is when you get into the more rural areas, is the county roads are are letters like you know County Road Double A or z or something like that which i mm-hmm. i don't know why i get a, kind of a chuckle out of it but anyway well, when you it, stop and ask for directions they say well you can go down there to the corner where the a and p used to be and then you know <laughs> it's not there anymore but it's something else and, you know, the directions are all by uh icons that have long passed yes so. and uh it is definitely a beautiful country where you're from and and i think we're about what is it about two hours away from each other about three yeah yeah, three hours. And uh, so what I want to talk to you. So Brian, tell me a little bit about your business, how long you've been doing it, and uh, what your kind of focus is on your photography business. Sure. Um, I've been in business since uh, 2009. Um, really started uh, with you know whatever I could find. I was shooting anything and everything. I, I, I did weddings, which I will never do again. And <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, all you wedding shooters out there, you're all special kind of breed. I, I love you. God bless you. Um, you have my full faith and support. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not for me. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, high school seniors, families, you know, I started out doing all of that, but really, 
uh, volume photography, sports in particular, really kind of just jumped uh, into my lap. Uh, I, you know, I had done one little sports team, and I thought, oh, this is fun. And then my son was in baseball, and this is kind of how it happens with almost every volume shooter I've ever talked to. Our yes. kids were in sports; they had their pictures yes. taken, and you thought, boy, I could do so much better. And so that's how that gets started. My story's a little different. Um, I was shooting with, uh, or I went to the, the photo session with my son for baseball and, uh, the photographer was great with the kids. Um, so many of them aren't, but he was really great with the kids. Mm. And I thought, you know, this guy's just overwhelmed. He needs a little help. So I threw him my business card and said, you know, uh, if you need help, you know, give me a call. Uh, you know, I've been shooting for a few years. I think I could help you out. And I got a call from him like the next day or two. And he says, uh, Hey, I've seen your work on your, on your website. Let's just get together. I got a big soccer league I need to shoot next weekend. And, um, I need help. I don't have any, any other photographers. So, um, I shot with him for that one, that one weekend and we worked well together and things went pretty well. And so we just, you know, for the next year and a half or so, we shot a bunch of rec leagues. Oh, um, and great. so that's how, kind of how I got my start. And then, um, he really just decided to, to go off and do something else. He was done with, with the uh, volume. He was more into corporate and, oh. and, uh, commercial work. And so he just decided to move off to that and, uh, kind of left me with a bunch of, bunch of volume work to do. So, Interesting. um, that's kind of just fell in my lap really. So, yeah. And that, I mean, that's a great story. So how, how many years has it been now? Really? I picked that stuff up with him at about end of 2010, beginning 2011. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I've been running with it ever since. So, okay. uh, yeah. And, and, and you're right. I think, uh, when it comes to the volume in sports photography, I think you need to, be also a special breed in that first of all you have to like being around kids yeah and more often than not it usually does lead into me being case in point started shooting my son's football pictures because no one else was doing it and i'm like i I need a great shot i need some great pictures of my kids and uh i have kind of dove into this world i also love sports i think it's really helpful if you are a sports fan yeah uh because you need to appreciate what you're shooting and and i'm a huge sports fan so i love i love being around it i love watching the games and i love watching these kids grow as athletes so that that part is fun for me that's as well. that's one of the more rewarding parts for me is knowing that there are kids that i shot doing some of these rec leagues that i shot their you know senior banners now and right. they remember me from doing that way back when and that's just like it just kind of blows your mind and as a parent you're, you're, you almost feel a, a, a minuscule connection to them on a parental level of, wow, look at this kid grow. You know, now he's a star athlete. I remember he was fumbling around with a soccer ball, but now he's some state athlete, you know? So, yeah. uh, you know, that's kind of, it's fun to watch them grow up like that. Even though they're not your kids, you still have that. You got to love kids, like you said. And, and uh, it's one of those things that you have to have an appreciation for sports and uh, how hard that is. So. Right. Yeah. And again, you need to be a special breed. And, and someone as a, I was a wedding photographer for over 20 years, <laughs> uh, battling the streets of New York City. God and bless you, my friend. <laughs> it, uh, I will never, you know, I keep saying I will never shoot weddings again. And uh, yeah. like you, I got into wedding photography in high school. I started shooting for, I had an interest in photography and we had a friend of ours who's a very good friend with a wedding photography. So you should go work for for this guy. And I, I did, I went and, and at that time I would hold a light on a stick for him for uh, probably a few years. 
I made so much more money than I would pushing carts at ShopRite and wound up sticking into it. And I stayed with him, put myself through college working for him and to art school working for him. And then uh, as I was pursuing my fashion photography career, uh, still shot weddings for him. And like you, uh, uh, well, a little bit more of a tragic story. He he developed cancer and and he he died a year later and the business closed. And he was a, he was a mentor to me. I was, I worked for him for almost 15, probably 12, 13 years. And his wife called me about six months later and I had an established commercial studio at that point and mm-hmm. said, can I forward the business line to you? And I was like, well, I'm not really shooting weddings anymore. I was really just doing it for you. And my business literally started with a phone call from a bride to be calling saying, you know, I have a wedding coming up. And I explained to her that, you know, I, I wasn't Steve. And as I'm talking to her, she says to me, in a thick New York accent. She said, oh my gosh, you shot my bat mitzvah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was kind of my history and and you kind of fell into starting to shoot weddings again. So anyway, um, we often in in this business just need a little bit of luck in in that, in that sense. So it really is. uh, And down here, it's a lot of who, you know, Uh, it's relationship based. So you really have to be out in the community and, and, you know, make those connections. And so you can't just, you know, rely on standard advertising and stuff to, to get yourself into this particular market. It doesn't, there's nobody to market to. It's really, you know, word of mouth referral and, um, you know, that relationship building. So, yeah. What advice can you offer? Cause you're right. I think to do that kind of work, you really gotta take advantage of every opportunity you can to get yourself in front of the right people. And I, and I got lucky just in, you know, it was my kid's middle school football team. No one had ever done it before. And I said, all right, well, you know, I'd like to do it. I did a great job. And, and they said, you know, you should talk to this person and following up on those leads. So what advice can you offer in that sense? Well, really, it's the same, um, you know, talking to people that have kids on other teams. Uh, you know, even if you don't have kids yourself, just find out who's, you know, what league they're with or what what uh, rec they're doing or who's doing their photos and then just go ask to go talk to the director of you know sports or um, if you're looking at high schools you need to talk to whatever coaches you can get into or have a parent that's on the booster club talk to them it's really once again you gotta you gotta do a little bit of research and figure out who um, you know who's the best go-to for this particular stuff and for us down here the rest of the country i I understand they do a lot of contracts with a whole school or a whole district um down here it's kind of the wild west it's really uh art directors just don't they really don't want to or sorry athletic directors they just don't want to deal with it and so they let the coaches deal with and the coaches don't want to deal with it so they let the booster clubs deal with it yes and so every sport has their own little booster club and so for us it's every sport in every high school could be a different photographer and so even year to year it's tough you have to continue those relationships and um i'm i've spent the first you know week of july basically reaching out trying to figure out who i need to contact uh, for fall sports. Oh, and so it's really a lot of work to maintain. Like, you know, one year I, I can shoot a, a team for three or four years, but then that contact mom, her kid graduates and now it's a new booster president and she knows somebody else that has a camera. And so they're going to use them because <laughs> they just don't have the relationship with me. It was the relationship with the previous booster parent. So, mm-hmm. you know, once you get in somewhere, 
I think it's uh, really advantageous to develop that relationship with the entire booster club. So right. if you can meet with more than one or, you know, who find out who the vice president is instead of just the president and talk to them as well. That way you continue that relationship ongoing for us. That's really how that happens. So, you know, I'll do a team one year and the next year they ghost me. And it's because <laughs> they found somebody else and or, you know, so-and-so had a friend who's a photographer and they do them. So, um, there are no contracts, no loyalty. It's really, you know. Yeah. You know, and I think on fight. one side there, you know, I'm finding my, my, most of my success at this point has been, has been with the club teams, the boosters. Yeah. And you're right. You have to develop those relationships. And what's weird with some of the, the club things for me, especially when you get into the high school level is that there's interaction with the, with the athletic director, but there's still a club team. So for example, like. Yeah. Uh, my 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 school districts, my kids' school districts, like lacrosse is is a club team, mm-hmm. and, but they still need high school banners. So like, there's like this weird gray area, yeah. and they have a contract with the school for that does all their pictures, but doesn't necessarily include that the senior banners or everything else. So and then there's right. there's, there's, there's that weird gray area as well. So you're right. It's maintaining those relationships and, you know, finding out who the next person is, but overall, you know, getting those, those relationships. And, you know, for me, it's that organization too, because what can be so frustrating for me is like, I've done, I'm doing like three different flag football leagues this year, which is not, I'm finding personally, for those of you who are listening that are doing sports, not the most profitable league no. in in the world. Um, I, I like doing them, but flag football seems to be one of these. Like, they have nothing to do in spring, so they do flag football, right? Yeah. And and uh, but I have one league. You know, it's four hundred kids in it, and everything is completely organized. Helps me create the schedule, and then the other one is such a mess. And I and I'm yeah. I'm the one that has to organize it, and it's completely up to me. I have to tell them what to do, and it is it can be very frustrating. Yeah, success widely varies on the amount of organization the particular club or league or team even has. So, yeah, some can be a chaotic mess. And, you know, those are generally the ones that don't communicate well for you. So they don't get the information out. You know, even if you put flyers out, they won't hand them out to the coaches or the coaches don't hand them out to the parents. Or, yeah, it's it can be very complicated. Um, But, you know, there's there's lots that you can do to help mitigate all that, too. So. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so I just have to ask you, what do you, which sport do you find to be the most profitable? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say volleyball and swim, believe it or not for me, it's, it's huh. uh, high school volleyball and swim, uh, I think are the most profitable, uh, for me, but, um, for area wide, uh, athletics wide, I'd say dance. <laughs> I mean, if you're okay. really going into, I was going uh, to thinking you I would say dance. dance and cheer a sport too. Uh, uh-huh. I think uh, if you watch those uh, those people compete and uh, do what they do, you'll figure out their athletes pretty quickly. So oh, yeah. anybody that discounts a cheer team as not an athletic group is uh, selling no, themselves. Don't say short. that to my daughter, who's an incoming freshman cheerleader. Yeah, but <laughs> I think uh, dance and cheer are also really, uh, really profitable for a lot of studios. I don't shoot a lot of dance. I haven't done a dance studio in a while. So yeah, um, it's just not something I've gotten back into. Uh, yeah. You know. uh, so let's talk about workflow a little bit. 
because okay. I've seen you, you, you know, you seem to be pretty well versed in it. Uh, let's talk about like the evolution of your workflow and, and what you're finding these days is, is, you know, working for you as far as your workflow. Well, I mean, I started out where everybody else started out, which is paper forms. Uh, yeah. and it's, it was, uh, it was kind of a nightmare. Um, I did what the other guy did, you know, I used his system and what he'd already planned out and <clears throat> I didn't like it. <laughs> so when he, when he left it on my, on my doorstep, uh, I thought this, I now can change what I need to change. Yeah. Uh, and so it started out with, I really wanted to get rid of paper. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted an easier way to to take orders and not have to handle, you know, envelopes and ripping open envelopes for cash and checks and, God forbid, change. <laughs> a parent <laughs> wants to pay for a $15, $15 order in quarters. <laughs> so, you know, having to deal with all that. Um, and then, of course, you know, you're dealing with occasional bounce checks and, you know, of course, reading the order form with the handwriting. You know, any parent, if you've been in that position um, and you've been at that table or, you know, filling out your kid's info on a paper form, oh you just want to get it done as fast as possible. Yes. You want you want to get out of there. And so nothing's eligible or legible, excuse me. And and so you, you're deciphering handwriting. And then oh you gosh. pray you wrote the right number on the order form when they hand it to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I thought this is nuts. There's got to be a better way to do this. So I started kind of uh, trying to find options to do it online. And so I, on my website, I use uh, Photo Business. My website they had e-commerce forms, uh-huh. and they just released them. Yes. Uh, at the time, this is probably five years ago, four years ago. Um, and so I started basically putting together all of my packages on. Uh, an e-commerce form, and then I had a single page that had a, a button for each form. So you'd click it, and then you could go prepay you for your package. Oh. Pretty much the same way that envelopes happen. Yeah. All they had to do was bring me the receipt. So I made them print out the paper. So they just bring me the receipt, and then, oh. of course, that's when I wrote the image number on the receipt. Well, that was a mix of paper forms because not everybody would do that. They would you know, you'd still have people filling out a form on the, you know, on picture day at the – at the order desk and still have to run through that process. So I ended up creating a little bit of a combo workflow. Um, and then all of a sudden I hear this chatter about this online gallery system. And one of the big problems that I had was people were at that time not really wanting digital files. Um, they really wanted a way to, to get a digital copy. And at the time there's still, there was no way to do to it deliver. on a volume level. You, you basically had to create a gallery for each particular person to give them a link to that gallery for the one image that they got. Um, and that's labor intensive when you're talking about, you know, 45 soccer teams and uh, 38, you know, flag football teams <laughs> running concurrently during the same session. And so, you know, you're talking somewhere six, 800 kids. And if half of them want a digital photo, you're putting together 400 individual Galleries. Um, galleries. Yeah. And then you have to put an individual email and manually email it out so that they could download their images. There was no way to distribute no. that on a volume level. And I was like, this is nuts, man. So finally, I hear this chatter about um, something called Photo Day. And I was like, well, I, I'll go check it out. And I had, I already had cobbled together between my website uh, and then using Acuity Scheduler to schedule my teams and uh, another – I used every gallery service there was out there to try to figure out how to put out uh, you know, a low-res uh, you know, shareable file. Right. And uh, so I had accounts on multiple sites 
including you know everything from pixie set to shoot proof to cloud spot i can't even remember <laughs> i used all these services and trying to put this whole thing together was a giant mess um so then all of a sudden I hear this like chatter in the in the wind uh on one of the forums about a company called photo day i'm like well i'll go check them out hmm. and it took me two hot seconds to realize that's the solution yeah that that encapsulates all of the problems that i'm having so you know um they really had that solution. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to jump in. Let's, I'm going to run my next team through here and let's see what happens. And it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I wasn't ready for the, the for the change. You really, mm. it doesn't work the same as paper. It just doesn't. I mean, you can't, you can't just take your, your, your business and translate it from paper order forms and what parents knew and how they're used to doing things and not expect there to be some kind of change and hardship to understanding the new way of doing it. And I didn't market it right. Um, I really didn't, uh, I, I didn't promote it uh-huh. well and I didn't explain it well to the parents. So uh-huh. of course I got a whole bunch of people going, well, how do you order your photos? And I got more phone calls, emails, text messages, oh, you know, every gosh. form of communication they could find to get a hold of me. They were doing they it and it. it was, I was inundated with questions and, uh, then I realized I, probably needed to uh, do a little bit more explanation and uh, marketing. And then my next job was, was stellar. Um, I was like, holy cow, I was getting orders, 40, 50, $60. I got a couple of hundred dollar orders and then I got one order and that next, uh, next uh, team that was like 250 bucks. And I'd never, ever in my life seen uh, an order over a hundred bucks on a paper order form. And that was usually because they had two kids. And they're ordering the $40 package with a, an extra trinket or whatever. And so um, now I'm getting orders over, you know, 60 bucks on an average. So, yeah, um, yeah so that's my workflow. Um, now, I used to do – that was rec league. Now I'm doing mostly high school uh-huh. and travel ball. So high school, middle school, and travel ball. So these are individual teams where I don't really have contact with parents. Um, and, and that's where this system from photo day really kind of, you know, picks up and, and, uh, manages things that I couldn't before. Um, they have built in marketing. So I just email out a flyer to the parents yep. when the thing is ready and they yep. just go to their link and they're ready to go. But yeah, I had to change my mindset. I had to change a lot of things about pricing and packaging and I do a lot of green screen now. So my prices are higher, uh, than, than just shooting an environmental mm-hmm. shot for rec leagues, uh, because this is a little bit higher uh, workload. There's a lot more involved with it. And then, uh, what else? Just, uh, yeah, the photo day workflow really is pretty much where I'm at now. Yeah. And, uh, and, and when I, when I first started, uh, and I'm lucky because, you know, photo days made a lot of improvements to their platform as well over the last few years. And I've known the owners for, for several years. So I've, I've kind of watched it. So when I started doing my research on it, uh, and, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this QR code, these paper forms. Oh my God. I don't know how I'm going to even navigate this. I'm not the most organized guy in the world when it comes to streamlining <laughs> this stuff. So, you know, like my wife is teasing me because she's like, can you handle this? Like, are you sure you really need to, Jason, please don't embarrass me in front of our friends and our parents. <laughs> so <laughs> I looked at it with her and she's like, and you know, I filled out the paper forms now and there's a local guy who still does it that way. And, and uh, you're right though. The first time I did it with photo day, 
was a disaster for me as well, um, uh-huh. mainly because of exactly the same things that you said. But yep. I can't tell you how many parents are coming up to me like, where's the paper form? Like, I have my money. You you don't want to take my money? They're coming at you with their checkbook. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I, I can't take that. And I, you know, I'm walking. And, and my solution to that was the next time I had like an 18-year-old kid like explaining it to the parents. And they Perfect. walked him through it. And, and, and that worked really, really well. But I have to say the 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 AI of matching the galleries to their their the their face it, it's incredible and it and it works so well and you're right the marketing platform which is good and I think in the coming years is going to be even better and now that parents it's- are starting to get used to it like once they're locked into Photo Day. They're like, oh, okay. I'm already got the app on my phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once they once they get their gallery code or whatever, um, yeah, most parents that have used it once are like, oh, yeah, I know what to do. I don't have any problems with that. You know, yeah. I don't get any phone calls from those teams that have, I've already used it on. Um, it's transitioning teams that are used to you know from another photographer or right. from you know uh, I did their I did their teams a few years ago with paper forms and now they're coming back to me with you know oh we've moved on to a new a new league and now we want you to do this now I'm having to try to transition an entire new league to uh, to a digital platform and so uh, it it doesn't take a lot of effort to show them right. um, I usually do a I've got a demo gallery. That I set up to to uh, show most booster clubs or most uh, you know most groups, and they get it pretty quick. So once I once I text them the code to the gallery, um, they can look at it. They can look through my prices and they go, "Wow, this is going to be easy." And I'm like, "Yeah," and it ships direct to home. So I yeah. don't have you don't have to worry about passing out you know papers or, or passing out forms. You don't have to worry about handing out orders once they're ordered. Um, it's all off your plate. So I'm taking all the workload off of you, and uh, that's really the best part. So they see the value in, in what they can get from uh, from you doing it. And, you know, most of these organizations don't even really want to mess with photos. They just it's just a hassle for them. So. They are just so happy that somebody's taking it off their plate and, and right. can organize it for for you, for them. And yeah, you're right. Having a sample gallery on your phone that you can show them like once they see it, it, it yep. makes it it makes it a lot easier for them. Uh, talk to me about. The and I've learned the marketing is is key and and Absolutely. communicating with them prior to early and often early and often. Is there any advice you could? Well, I mean, I think that's your advice early and often. But is there any tips or tricks that you can you can offer as far as you know organizing and getting it out there and and that 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 kind of stuff? Yeah, um, early and often is the key, but early and simple. Um, you don't want to overcomplicate it. Try to keep your communication directly to what it is you want them to do. Don't don't try to give them a whole list of things they need to do. People will shut down after step three, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, if you can keep your your steps uh, on how to work it simple and your message very clear, um, they'll you'll get fewer phone calls on on how to do something. Now, Photo Day also has on their site pre-done marketing materials like posters, yep. um, you know, uh, social media posts, banners. Uh, you, you know, they've got all the graphics already ready to go. And you don't, if you just want to change the color, they're all they're all Photoshop files. They're all layered. Yep. Uh, you can you can brand it however you want, but yep. you don't have to change the wheel. They've already done the marketing for you. Um, put up, you know, uh, a poster in the school or at the league or uh, have them post a social media post about it on their private, private, you know, 
um, social media platform yeah. that they communicate. Any yeah. other way that the league, team, school, whatever communicates to their parents, make sure they're getting it out that way. Um, and then, of course, if you can get the emails yourself, that would be even better uh -huh. um, for high schools. For me, for the way I do it, I don't I won't shoot a team unless they give me the roster. Right. Um, and that roster has to include a parent contact email. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm here. And um, the uh, uh, a lot of them just say that's fine, because what I tell them is that, you know, you won't have to do anything. All mm. I have to do is communicate. I'll send out the emails. I will manage communicating with the parents and I will field all of their questions. But if you send out the communication and you're sending out all the emails, that means they're going to contact you when they have a question. You want that? Right. You really want that time involved? I'll handle it all. Just let me have that roster. Um, and that's really what it is, is if you're trusting me to take pictures of the kids, why aren't you uh, giving me the emails to contact their parents so that they know what's going on? Um, and since, you know, volume, we don't shoot or we don't charge a session fee to come out and shoot the kids and, and that we make right. it the whole point of the term volume is we make our money up on the volume right. of orders. Right. Um, and so you have to have that communication and, and that avenue to have that access to those parents because that's where your money's coming from. Um, if they don't know, you're not getting paid. So, so yeah. No, and I can't stress that enough. I, and, and I have one last question for you and then we're going to wrap. But okay. what I haven't done, this is just selfish for me and I need your advice, is I haven't done any post-marketing after the event closed. So like holiday orders or stuff like that. What Almost. has your success been with, with, with stuff like that? Um, it really does help kind of reinvigorate the, the, the gallery. So you've got a gallery, it's been a month and you're done and all the emails that are automatic or all of the text message marketing that goes out from photo day to those people that opted mm. into the gallery notifications that dies after about 30 days. Right. Um, and so you're sitting there and you're like, well, I've, I've only got half of my league that's bought. How do I motivate these people or how do I reconnect with them again? Mm -hmm. Um, they, you, you use the promo, uh, application or the promo portion of yeah. the uh, website and you can put a temporary promo out there. Um, you can do a custom promo. It doesn't even have to be one of their pre-done ones. There are pre-done ones for holidays. I think, yeah. uh, you know, one's back to school ones, uh, you know, I think they've got a Halloween one and yeah. I know they've got a Thanksgiving black Friday deal. You know, you can put together those promo and those promos are completely controlled by you. You can, you can make it free shipping. You can make it 20% off. You can say, um, you can limit. So a specific product. So put together a price list and put it to the gallery and say, um, for, for now for three days, I'm featuring curved metals at 40% off and, you know, tell them in the description, you know, you regularly priced 69.95 now on sale for 49.95, right. you know, um, that kind of thing. You can promote a product and, and around maybe like father's day, um, do a Father's Day deal, and it's product specific. So, uh, but that really does help reinvigorate. Um, you can also continue to send out emails uh, on a basis, uh, you know, through that through the marketing feature. Um, another way that works is if you're doing like a if you do a a fundraiser. Uh, really, instead of I don't advise ever expiring a gallery. Uh, that really that takes the promos out of it. it. Once it's expired, you no longer have access to the sales portion of it. You need to re-access it again, and that creates some complications. But um, don't expire the gallery. Expire your pricing. So expire, say, best pricing model ends in two weeks. 
and you send out an email and say, hey, for our best prices, order before the 30th of you know July, um, prices go up 15% after that, or prices increase. Uh, you don't even have to tell them what percentage. Just oh. say prices go up after oh, that's this. That's good and advice. That, yeah, that kind of helps motivate them, and it also for fundraisers. If you'd like this to, if you want your purchase to benefit your organization, order before the 30th of July. So that kind of makes say, okay, I'm giving money back to your organization if that's something you do, um, and then you 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 motivate them because they want to benefit the organization. If they're going to buy pictures anyway, a portion of it might as well go back to the organization. So um, that really motivates them as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so those are just some some promo type. Uh, things to do. Um, and then usually right around Thanksgiving, you do a Black Friday sale. And uh, the only way that I, the only, there's only two ways you get uh, free shipping for me. One is you do what's called the advanced pay credit where they yeah. buy a credit and then you get free shipping code on orders over X amount of dollars. I'll do that again on Black Friday, but it'll be a, it, it won't be, uh, there won't be a percentage off. It'll just be flat, you know, free shipping um, with orders over $50 okay. or whatever. So, um, but that motivates people to buy again because who doesn't love free shipping, really? You know? No, uh, you're it, right. And and some of the parents have gotten hip to the advance pay free shipping. Yeah. yeah. And uh, part of me is like, God, I hope they don't <laughs> lose money on these orders. <laughs> but I'm I'm well, happy well, when they they order in advance because and you know who they are. So I try and. I, I try and do an extra special job with them, or I might give them an extra pose on that if I know who they are. Yeah, and 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 I'm still small enough that I recognize a lot of the names. So, um, you know, I was at a I was at a football game the other day uh, last year, and my wife was like, "How do you know all these kids?" <laughs> <laughs> you do. You get to know them pretty well. Yeah, you know, and a lot of them will see you and go, "Hey, what's up?" And yeah, fist bump or something. You know, especially if it's high school age, they'll yeah, yeah. they'll see you, or you get a high five from a from a ten year old that's doing directly because you've been shooting them for four years, right, and now they right. see you yeah, and they know. I love it. Yeah. So, and a lot of them are like, "Oh, yeah, we know the drill. Okay, so you want me over this way, and now you want me to pose this way, and now you want my arms this way, you know?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they get they the get drill. Up there, they man, make but, a game out of it. Yeah. Like who can so, do it better? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's but awesome. Well, you it's, hit that. You hit that? that one thing that I wanted to talk about, which was um, multiple poses with the gallery sales. You uh, you really can't do the same thing with paper order forms. You get that one picture. You know, you're one pose and you're one team. Right. And then that's really all you can sell. Your sales are done. You're, you've capped yourself out at whatever they decided to buy the day that, you know, uh, you ordered. But with the gallery, you can provide them that extra service. You can you can provide that extra cool pose. Or, you know, when um, when little Johnny's brother, who wants to be like little jo- you know Johnny when he grows up, comes up and wants a picture with Johnny, now you've got that extra buddy pose. Or, you know... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, something funny happens and you catch just this hilarious laugh or whatever. There's no way to market those or sell them with paper forms. Now I used to just throw them into the package whenever, cause you get to see these and you're like, Oh yeah, they're going to want a five by seven. I just give them a free five by seven and, right. and let them have it. And that was just a value added thing I do, mm-hmm. but now you can make money off of it. So, right. you know, take those poses. And the multiple and poses is definitely, you know, uh, for me, you know, getting those good poses, yeah. Finding the right ones was a little bit of a challenge for me because they have to be, you know, set poses. Yeah. At least there's not a lot of ad-libbing when it comes to these. A few kids here and there, you know, that you know are going to be 
especially if you know the parents have bought before. So I'll I'll do an extra pose here or there. Oh, but yeah. you generally want to keep them the same because they look at their friends too. So if you're doing four poses, you don't want to do six poses on one kid because some parent will complain that that kid got six poses. <laughs> hey, so. that's the beauty of private galleries, though. If you <laughs> yes, private galleries, a, they don't get to see everybody else's right, poses. They for just, the most you know, part. So. They don't talk about, oh, I got six. Did you get six? No, they just talk about how cool the photo was. So, Right, right. That's the beauty of doing those now. I don't have to worry about that mess. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your knowledge with with, uh, with us, and I, 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 it's been great getting to know you a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. uh, it's I'm looking forward to seeing more of your work, and uh, you know, thank you again for being on something new every week. You're welcome. Yeah. If you want to hear more, I'm uh, I'm doing a series, of, uh, a webinar series with Black River Imaging, uh, featuring mostly photo day stuff, but uh, there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom in there. So. Um, I've got uh, two more coming up. So I've got one next week, uh, Wednesday at noon. I'll give you a link if you want to put it. Yeah, in your, no, I'll put it in the show notes, notes please. Yes. Um, yeah, but then you can go back and, and look at the previous two that I just just recorded. So oh, right uh, on. this one, the next one is going to be over the Capture app for Photo Day. It's going to be feature all all about the Capture app and that workflow and how to make that work. Um, awesome. So yeah, awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show, and we'll definitely put that in the show notes. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's great fun. All right. So that's it for this week's episode of Something New Every Week. As I say, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, you have something you want to talk about, I'm not hard to find. Hit me up. Please like and subscribe for the show, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. We will see you back here next week.